ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, fathers and sons, it is time once again for the Hops and Bops podcast. I am producer Tom. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm stunned by that. I did not see that coming. And I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Mike. Like That's all I got. I am the carnival barker of today's episode. <laughs> Which fits in great with our album. That's that right. Is true. Wow. wow. Today's album is Hunter Gatherer by Avatar. And the beer of choice today is New England Brewing Company's G-Bot. G-Bot. Yes. Yes. Double IPA. What do you say? Do we uh, crack crack open the G-Pots? Crack them open. See what's up. See what's inside. I feel... I went fancy on this one. I knew we had a nice double IPA coming in. I got the uh, snifter glass from Omegang Brewing Company Mm. in Cooperstown. Yep. Look at that. I, I feel like I'm... Like you're, really fancy you're at just a party. A, a classy broad right now. I, I do I do feel like a classy broad. You gotta like hold your pinky out while you drink <laughs> yeah, that. That's good. Well, do you see my pinky? I mean I know you guys at home can't, but it's out. It is. It is it erect. Is. <laughs> it is, that is a ninety degree <laughs> angle right there. Ew. Don't ever say that again. It's got a good smell. I have uh my pinky. Oh uh oh. I just chose a Pacifico. Uh, glass. It, it was kind of like frosty. Looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I have the Bud Light Connecticut glass. I don't know where you got this one, but it's kind of cool. I think you want purchase, purchase legally. Yeah. Don't you win that at one of your raffles? Sure. The, the bar raffle. Yep. <laughs> Always. Hmm. So yeah, G Bot from Nebco, New England Brewing Company. Nice oh. amber um, color. I was just gonna say, nice amber color. Although I probably shouldn't have chosen this glass. <laughs> it's hard to see the color. You got like the frosted, it's a frosted glass. Frosted amber color. No, Joe. No, it's not frosty. <laughs> Your glass is frosty. Um, no, it, it's it, yeah, nice amber color. Um, as I look at my uh, my friend's glasses here. Um, we are drinking out of these were twelve ounce cans. They sell them in I think. Six, uh, four packs, but it's 12 ounce because yeah. they're coming in at eight and a half percent higher percentage. So just yeah. four packs, double IPA, as mentioned earlier. Um, so for those that don't know my my that don't know what a double IPA is, I did some basic research. We're not beer experts by any means, but double IPA means uh, more yeah. hops we're and malts. Supposed to tell people that. Uh, well, <laughs> Fake, I guess we're not faking it. We, make it. we didn't carry that theme over from the band. Um, more hops, more malt. So that's what makes it the double IPA. Uh, hops in this are Citra, Simcoe, Mosaic, and Columbus. A lot of uh, the same hops that we've had in our other beers. Um, came out in 2011. This is actually the first double IPA uh, canned in Connecticut. Ooh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Fantastic. So I thought that was a nice little fact. A little trivia. A little factoid. Um, Drinks really well. Yeah. So yeah. the uh, on their website, it actually says that it has a very bombastic citrus taste. I feel like we should have uh, bombastic. We should have paired this with Shaggy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Mr. Bombastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fantastic. I also just want to throw out there that um, this is not the first time uh, Goose Island makes a beer that's actually called the Dank Destroyer. Yes. D A N K. Dank. And I keep yeah. seeing this word dank. Yes. So so I did a little research because I'm like, this is what a word. Yes. Dank. I, love, I love the word yep. dank. Dank. That's some dank um, so it says it's a it's when a, uh, an IPA is very hoppy, very cloudy. Mm-hmm. They're considered dank, mm-hmm. um, higher in alcohol content. Um, use the word funky, mm-hmm. um, and uh, as well as it is supposed to be funky and 
Odor, odor, odoriferous. Odoriferous? <laughs> yeah. Is that like, <laughs> it has a good odor. Is that like a Marvel odoriferous. villain? Yeah. Um, but I do, like, I, I do like the fact that they say to both like good weed or very hoppy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that should clear that up. But I just, I had to look it up because I'm just. I know, I love that word dank. Yeah. Dank IPA. It's dank. a dank ass beer. Yeah, dank, that's it. It's a dank ass beer. Um. Yeah, so there's there's actually a, a cool backstory about this beer. It was originally called Gandhi Bot when mm-hmm. it first came out in 2011, uh-huh. but um, it just ruffled some, pe- some feathers. Yeah, it ruffled <laughs> feathers. Absolutely. Some people were upset about the depiction of Gandhi as a robot on the can, the original label. Um, you know, they took offense to that. So uh, Nebco kind of came under fire a little bit, but they renamed the beer G Bot, uh, G hyphen Bot. And actually, if you PR move right there, good save. And actually, if you look at the label now, the robot is in pieces. It's like broken and on the ground and everything. So it shows the robot like broken, except for his arm, which is holding up a peace sign. But if you look at it, I thought about this. If you look at it, who gives a peace sign with the back of their hand facing out? It looks like his hand has the. The back of his hand out. The palm not away. The palm towards mm. your face. Hmm. So to me, it looks like they're subtly giving the middle finger. If you look at his middle oh, finger, yeah. you know, if you take obviously if you take the pointer away, it is the middle finger. But very good. It really? just, it, very good. <laughs> it, it just subtly looks like they're trying to give a little a middle, bit of, a little, okay, we a little the bit name of stick. there. Yeah, you know, Mother effers. but again, I'm not putting words in Nebco's mouth. This is just my interpretation. I don't know. Um, but I also thought what was cool is on the side of the can, it has a lot. It has a quote here. It says, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Ooh. And that's clear reference to the original yeah. label and the original name. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that was that was a quote from an old TV show. I can't. I think like Million Dollar Man or something. I don't know. Hmm. Some old yeah. show. Um, but I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like yeah. how the uh, I like how the plants are kind of rising from the ashes yeah. on that too. Uh, yep. So that reminds me of the episode of The Office where they're at the dump looking for the leads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and Michael Scott just turns around and goes, "Wouldn't this be a great picture with just a single rose growing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that reminded me when I just looked at it because you've got like the robot falling apart and in the ground. And you just got these little plants kind of growing out of it, and yeah, yep, definitely. Nice. So, yeah, Gbot, good beer, tasting. Uh, yeah, it's good. Tasting it's, good. It's a little bit more boozy than I'd say the last IPA we did in mm. or double IPA we did in the previous session. Yes. Yeah, that was more of like a New England IPA with a higher alcohol percentage. Right, pretty much. This yeah. has that double IPA flavor. It's got a little bit more bite to it, mm-hmm. for sure. A um, little bit more flavor mm-hmm. with that kind of booze taste definitely not a new england style even though made by nebco yeah I, you know, <laughs> it's still got that little citrus kick yeah a little bit um, of citrus but i'm not I, yeah. i'm not tasting it. it's definitely heavier for me mm-hmm. and has yes. that bite the, the hoppy bite to it and it's pretty much the same percentage wise as the last one we did too yeah eight they're both half. in that mid to high eight range yeah, so for sure you get that that high alcohol content you can definitely taste it yeah. a yep. lot more hop flavor in this one yeah, yeah exactly for sure. Yep. Get a bit more back end taste too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a nice heavy beer for uh... oh, a nice heavy album. Yeah. Oh, Hunter Gather. What we are just flowing right now. Yeah, we are flowing. <laughs> Speaking. Speaking of which, I I gotta go take a leak. Oh God, you should have done that in between. Yeah. No, <laughs> <a good> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Hunter Gather. So this is a band called Avatar. Yes. Um, I found them through listening to Octane on Sirius Satellite Radio. Okay. Um, and the first song I actually heard by them was called Hail the Apocalypse. Yes. Which is off of a 2015 album by the same name, Hail mm-hmm. the Apocalypse, um, which is a great album. Okay. But I thought it would be really cool because they just put out during quarantine this, I, I don't know when this year it <laughs> dropped, um, but it was earlier this year that this album came out. And. Um, man. August, no, August 7th. Is it August? Oh, okay. my birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Happy birthday, oh, Joe. Happy birthday. <laughs> It already uh, happened, but a way long so, time ago. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, towards the end of the summer, this album dropped, and I had heard a couple of soul singles off it. I heard Colossus, I heard A Secret Door, um, and they're both great songs. And then I listened to the album straight through, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Just such a kick in the ass kind yeah. of album, um, and. There's really like no down. There's one song on the whole album, which is a ballad, and and we'll talk about that in a bit. Which I just, (laughs) I think it was a major, major risk that for them, I think Mm -hmm. worked. Uh, But anyway, otherwise, this is literally just one banging metal song after another after Mm -hmm. another, Um, and they give off like a circus vibe. They give off like Mm -hmm. a. A very showy vibe, you know, mm-hmm. showmanship, yeah. and uh, it's it's different because you mm-hmm. don't see that with metal always, you know. And um, I just his vocal range from being able to just scream and growl mm-hmm. and almost have a Lamb of God sound for those people who know metal and know Lamb of God. They've got a very yep. unique type of vocals. They have kind of that, and then all of a sudden he comes in, he starts singing. Mm-hmm. I was like. It reminds me of like a Corey Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who's just got this vocal range of like. What the fuck to what the fuck? And you're just like, how do you do that all in one song right. and sound good? Right. Yeah. No, I'm not putting this guy on the pedestal of Corey Taylor because Corey Taylor is one yeah. of, if not the best metal vocalist right now in rock and roll and period. Mm-hmm. But this guy really holds his own and just does such a great job. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, when, when bands record stuff for anyone, mm-hmm. an artist, if they're doing it on the recording, then that means they're going to be expected to do it live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of bands, rock bands, metal bands, you know, they'll use overdubbings and pre-recordings and things like that, but it's kind of hard to reproduce vocals. Oh, yeah. So for someone like this, the lead singer of Hunter of uh, Avatar, um, to kind of go back and forth between the, the, the growling and the, the singing, mm-hmm. that's going to be a tough, you know, tough task in concert, but... Um, it must mean he can do it. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's even more impressive to kind of see the, the range that he does have. You know, I kind of grew uh, in college, I kind of lived with a bunch of metal snobs where they kind of were very picky and choosy with what they chose to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of understand how hard it is to get those kind of growls and screams out of someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's, talent. It, it, yeah. It's, it's incredibly, you know... From someone on the outside who's not super into metal or hasn't had that kind of experience, um, they might not see it as that impressive or that difficult to do. But if you try to recreate that sound, it's very, very hard to do. Yeah. Right. And on top of that, having such a crazy vocal range that even I can't hit, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah. And, you know, I personally am not crazy about this album like like some of you are. Yeah. But that that talent that he does have in the vocal ranges, uh-huh. it definitely shows on this album. That's one of like the biggest shine, shining moments on this. Yeah, for sure. So like 
someone who has never heard of them. I never heard of them. Never listened to them until Mike brought it up. Um, yeah, me either. The yeah, the the first two acts that I'm reminded of are Ozzy Osbourne and Avenged Sevenfold. I can see yes. I'm, I'm see hearing uh, even a lot more on A7X. I hear them on um, a lot of songs because A7X does a lot of like theatrical vocal styles and song styles, and I think there's a lot of theatrical uh, moments throughout this whole album. Especially, I don't want to jump jump ahead here, but like the song "Child," I think it's obvious. You know, it has a theatrical feel. Mm-hmm. It re, it refers to a circus. Yeah, but, yeah, I had um, that written down. But I do hear those elements throughout the um, the album too, and I am hearing a lot of Slipknot as well. But yeah. Ozzy mm-hmm. and it was cool with that song "Child." Just going back to it, you have that uh, that kind of and hi hat yes. accent that you yes. right. You feel yeah, like you're at really, that, yeah, yeah, you that, know, that carnival, bouncy carnival, like, yeah. yeah. It was cool how, and then it just, how yeah, they do that metal, with the okay. percussion. Yeah. You know, they I, make you feel that. Yeah. I, I wrote down for that track, it kind of sounded like a pirate dirge to me. Very, and then, yeah, right. Well, yeah. Hail the Apocalypse, they're they're on like a pirate ship oh, okay. on, the, on the front album. So you get that too, that kind of piratey feel. Yeah. Um, their last album was called Avatar Country, which was a little bit different. And it's not a country album, but it's got kind of a little more of that vibe to some of the songs. Mm. Um, they really have just range in a lot of things yeah. they do. Mm. Um, Where are they from? Sweden. So they record. Yeah. So they're from the studio. They record in Sweden. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming they're Swedish. Yeah. Um, Swedish death metal though is like a really big thing. Yeah. You know, it is. Like that's it is. like kind of the birth of it. Like yeah. where it. Yeah. Yeah. So and you know these guys are considered melodic death metal mm-hmm. or alternative metal. So yeah. they've got that from Sweden. Um, I mean their guitar solos when they throw them in there yeah. are just really really talented and good Mm -hmm. and as it says melodic you know Mm -hmm. they're not like yeah you know they're just they a lot of harmonizing and thrown in there um i mean they open with silence of the age of apes which was technically their first single yeah i was gonna ask for Uh, a single run yeah so they got silence of the age of apes god of sick dreams and colossus really yeah so now, mm-hmm. A Secret Door, though, was the first song off this album I heard on Sirius. Okay. But Sirius doesn't necessarily have to play singles, right. I think. They, they can play, play whatever the yeah, hell yeah. they want. Um, uh, Colossus, I also heard very early. Yeah. The other ones I didn't hear until I actually listened to the album, surprisingly, yeah. for when it comes to uh, the, their list of singles. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a great heavy intro. Like, right off the bat, you know what this album's going to be like. Yeah. They didn't waste any time. It was just like, oh, hey, by the way. This is what we've got for yeah. you. It, it, I agree with that, but in a way, I also disagree because okay. there was no singing in that song, and true, and and that's kind of why I was I was a little put off by that song. I'm not a huge fan of the song. Mm-hmm. He has a great singing voice, which yeah. he showcases all throughout the album, and there isn't that. No, he know? growls that whole yeah. song. Yeah, so I'm sure they're looking for that, you know, punch in the yep. face opening track. But you know, we always talk about how the first track almost. All the time is a good representation of the album. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that here. I, I I almost felt they should have began with maybe a Colossus or uh, what was yeah. the other one you were talking about? Uh, the um, God of Sick Dreams. Yeah, God of Sick Dreams, a yeah. great song. Yeah. yeah. Oh you know, my God. Um, and maybe save Silence in the Age of Apes for like the the closer or kind something. of build into it a little bit. No, yeah, I can see I can, that. Yeah, I, I can see, see what you're well. saying. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with you actually. Yeah. I, I think. 
for what it's trying to do to kind of set the tone of the album, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like an actual single or like the song mm-hmm. by itself, it's not necessarily the most standout on the album. Yeah, to me. yeah. I can but agree. It, me, yeah, no, it gets a job done for me. Yeah, I think I think with that, I think the only thing with a song like Colossus or even God of Sick Dreams, more so Colossus, it's a little bit of a slower song. Mm-hmm. It's still heavy, but it's a little slower in yeah. tempo. Yeah. And I think to open an album with that would have been a little bit like that's true. Too. Whereas yeah. that's Science of the Age of Apes just came in like. Yeah. Hey, by the way, boom, and you're it there. Definitely did. But yeah, I yeah. do agree. There's so many songs where he growls and he sings and he screams and he does all that vocal range that he could have been like, because I mean, it had the heavy drum, you know, heavy intro with the drums and the guitar. Mm-hmm. Then he comes in with that vocals that's similar to like a Randy Blythe of a uh, Lamb of God, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of growl. I thought the drums were super tight. Gr- they had a really solid solo. Um, it kind of had every aspect except for. The vocals mm-hmm. of just the straight singing. Yeah. Um, so I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, but and then you go into Colossus. Yep. Um, which his vocal range is stupid. Vo- vocal range is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, awesome song. There's a kick-ass build-up for the mm-hmm. intro. Yeah. Um, that one. I, it sounds like a single to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm surprised to hear that it was, that third. was a third single. Yeah. That that one sounds like first single. Here's who we are. Here's a new mm-hmm. album. You know. I'm telling you, I, I guarantee tempo has a big thing to do with that. Because yeah. Colossus... You actually might be surprised. I really did not like this song. You didn't like the song? Colossus? Yeah. I didn't really like the, the kind of synth bass that sounded really like farty. Like that yeah. kind of sound. It was really not for me with the wailing sirens. Yep. Again, the kind of slowdown from the kind of heavy and fast-paced opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of slowed it down for me. Um, it kind of sounded like it wanted to be a bit eerier, but it didn't really accomplish that for me. And it didn't sound very focused as a lot of the other songs did. Mm, okay. But, you know, I understand why it's their most pop, well, the most streamed song off of this album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it has like 2 million plays, which is pretty good for a metal album. Yeah. That came out in August. Yeah, yeah. seriously. So, yeah, it's good for them, I guess. But. And we're what, maybe 20 of them? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, but for. Colossus, the guitar riff reminds me of Man in the Box by Alice in Chains. Yes, okay. that kind of dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It had the same kind of rhythmic feel to me. I could, um, oh, okay. So I picked that out. Hmm. It seems to be a common theme for me about this band because not knowing them, I'm seeing a lot of influence. Yes, um, I, I see that too. Yeah, and, okay, which so. is cool. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then this song, Colossus, also reminded me of um, the singing was sound like Ozzy to me. Mm-hmm. The song style reminded me of Slipknot, um, um, like w- when he growls the word Colossus. What's that song um, by Slipknot? Psychosocial. Yes. Psychosocial. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it reminded yeah, me gotcha. of, like the same kind of style. Yeah, like right on the chorus, screaming yeah. the title of the track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can I imagine can a you know a big arena, yeah, yeah. You know, screaming along with that whenever that's yep. going to happen. Hmm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, and yes. now we're going to come in with a secret door. Yes. Who the Un, uh, oh, yes. uh, oh, uncredited is he? whistler is <laughs> Corey Taylor. <laughs> I did not know yes. that. Love so, it. That's gotta so love Sirius. You get so many cool, like, facts, like, just listening because they just can do so much more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Corey Taylor is the uncredited whistler, um, <laughs> as they put on there, the, the lost art of whistling. Yes. But he is the uncredited whistler on that song, Secret Door, which I think is just such a cool opening. I love They have kind of like that. That airy, eerie kind of background, mm-hmm. and then you just hear that, yeah, you know, yeah. coming in. 
Yeah. Um, for me, at, at least the very beginning, when I was kind of listening to yeah. the track list all the way through, it kind of confused me at first because it almost had like a bit of a country feel to me with the yes. whistle, that kind of very uh-huh. open airiness to it. For sure. So after Colossus, which I wasn't a huge fan of, it kind of threw me off. Like, oh, what is this album kind of going for in terms of a vibe? Yeah. But then the entire track kind of comes in and it starts to make a bit more sense to me when all the instrumentation comes in. Uh, the energy on the chorus is really yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whistle really gets stuck in your head after, yes. after a lot of whistles. I love, I love the whistle. Um, it's just, holy shit, a big ladybug, ladybug just flew onto my laptop. <laughs> That's good luck. God, it is you good gotta, luck. You gotta eat kiss it. it. I thought you had to eat it. No, eat it? No, I'll, I'll leave it there. Don't eat <laughs> um, um, But I loved, later on, they put the whistle over the, like, yes. groove of the song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it's just such a tight... Dun dun, dun 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 like just yeah. the guitar and the drums. Oh, it's yeah. such a tight song. Yeah, and the percussion on this album is pretty. Uh, it's pretty solid too. Oh, yeah, it's the pretty drum drum really great. Yeah, enjoyed it. Now, so they're uh, mentioned theatrical. They have like makeup and everything. Yeah. Does the whole band do that, or just a singer? You, you know, know like... I don't really know. I've never seen them live. Um, as we've talked about before, I've never been a music video person. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really watched them. I've just seen kind of their album art and stuff. Um, but it looks like the whole band usually puts on some sort of a, you know, costume. Yeah. I don't think it's anything as super crazy as a Slipknot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like white face paint, mascara, yeah. eyeliner kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I know the album cover is the singer. That's yeah. his mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, can I throw this out here? If, sure. I, if I can throw something out. Yeah. I think the Almart is trash, to be honest yeah. with you. It was just, it's, I don't know, it's just a guy kind of dressed as a clown with like a kind of face on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I did think, when I saw it, I was like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It didn't kind of match the, the power of the album. Exactly, yeah. yeah I get you with that. Yeah. But that doesn't really affect the music at all, so no, whatever. No. But here at yeah. the Hops and Bops podcast, we look at everything. Exactly, yeah. yeah. you got to take a closer look. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you come in with God of Sick Dreams, yeah. which I actually wrote down as my sleeper and then crossed it out and then picked a different song. But <laughs> it really is, that's just a great song. Yeah. Great chorus. Yep. Uh, very, very catchy. Yeah. Very um, bouncy. Has an awesome, yeah, awesome intro. Catchy chorus, um, goes right back into, uh, oh, that double time, then the half time. They change, like, the drums up a lot to really give a different feel. Yes. Um, which I love. Like you said, percussion on this is just spot on. Oh, yeah. So good. Well, a lot of the instrumentation is like that, too. Yeah. yeah I, there are some tracks where it falters for me, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of the uh, guitar and bass kind of yeah. way they implement themselves in yep. a lot of the tracks is very yep. cool. Guitar solos, and then their breakdowns, too. Their yeah. breakdowns are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, scream until you wake. Wasn't a really. Fan. That was the one song on the whole album where I kind of was like, there was really nothing special about it. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was just your standard little filler, you know, maybe. Yeah, your your standard mm-hmm. metal song. Like it just didn't, it didn't have like that killer riff. It didn't really have that catchy chorus. It didn't have that sick solo. Like it was just there, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a bad song. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I hated it. It was just like forgettable. Hmm. I defer. Ooh. I quite like the track. Okay. And like uh, how Joe mentioned a lot before um, with influences, where you mm-hmm. see a lot of them. I I heard a lot of. Um, uh, I, I, it was hard for me to put my finger on it first because it's th- there's a lot of mix of who it is. I think yeah. it's a kind of mix of Dragon Force and like mm-hmm. Blackville Brides almost. Okay. So I, I heard a lot of that on there. I really enjoyed the. 
the heavy verses, the chorus had a really nice melody. I really enjoyed how he, um, uh, the performance he gave on the chorus, that kind of really high note that he hits mm-hmm. at, the, at the very end of it. Um, the harmonies are really tight, and I think the solos were technical and fast. So, nice. okay. yeah, I really enjoyed that track. There you go. Awesome. What do you think of that song, Joe? Um, so this is where, in the album, I'm like, okay, I'm listening to a metal album. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, it's kind of hard for me to, like, differentiate between a lot of the songs at this point in the album. Yeah, um, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're all good. They're all yeah. good. Like, you know... A Secret Door is my favorite song off the album. I'll, yeah, say, I'll sure. say that right same, now. Same with me. I picked and, that as my number one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after that, until we get to another song, which I don't want to reveal just yet, it, it's it's kind of just, I don't want to say status quo, but it's, yeah. I'm listening to a metal album. Exactly, yeah. I got gotcha. you. It's very, uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. you know what you're going to get from right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's actually why I, re- I didn't mark it as my favorite or my sleeper or anything, but I really like Child because it gave a different vibe. Yes, correct. Um, it kind of changed from just straight metal to you kind of had that, as you said, theatrical, that circus feel. They right. talk about the circus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they really just do a great job with that accenting on the and and the drums mm-hmm. with that hi-hat. Mm-hmm. So you get that doom 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 um and it just gives you an entire something as simple as that accent gives you that bouncy like you're at a show, right? You know, and show meaning like a circus or a, a theater rather than and even that pirate vibe. Exactly, you, know? you get that same vibe there. You just you know, it's not it's no longer just in metal like yep. you're just going at it. Yeah. Right. Um, so it was a cool turning point in the album. Yeah, I I thought. Um, this had even more kind of a pirate dirge feel, mm-hmm. almost like a very marching mm-hmm. feel that you get on the on the verses. Um, but yeah, it wasn't necessarily my favorite track. It kind of leaned a bit too much into that. Yep. But um, I kind of like the payoff that comes on the chorus too. Yeah. The choruses on this album are very solid in terms yeah. of yeah. what they give out. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. But Agreed. in total, that wasn't uh, my favorite track on the album. Yeah. 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 You know, which brings you into the. One song that you never thought you would hear on this album. Yeah, Gun. Wow, Gun. Gun. Yeah, yeah. You know me. I'm a yeah. fan of. I'm a fan of ballads. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of ballads. Yeah, and I like um, artists kind of taking that risk and, that and being a, a bit bold. For this album, yeah. that's because, a major risk. Yeah. But and you're talking about ratios. This is. Yeah. You know Ooh. how many how many songs? Nine. Uh, ten. Ten this, songs. So we're talking nine to one. Like yeah. this yeah. is the yeah. dark horse on yes. the track. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the way they kind of went about it was not really for me. Um, I can see that. It's, it's a bit too melodramatic for me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the kind of uh, messaging on the lyrics, yep. but it was just a big flow change up on the album. Mm-hmm. I really like a lot of flow to be very similar. Yep. Granted, you don't have to. I Yeah, I enjoy risks being taken, but I just don't think it kind of panned out the way they wanted it to. Yeah. On this. I loved the song. Really? I loved Gun. I, it was a it was a cool change of pace on the album. Um, it was a risk, and, but I think there's a lot of reward on it. I think they did a great job with it. Um, and I don't oddly, it's not out of place for me it, when I'm listening to it. Um, it, it. It's it's a ballad. It there's no metal at all, but I it, it's like a statement song for me, and. Uh, I just really appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying to understand the meaning. Like I'm, I'm reading the lyrics, and is it? It, it sometimes I get like a, someone committing suicide. Feel yeah. So others I get like a war feel. Yeah. So you know? I got if you read them more for face value, you get more of like the sending off. 
young kids to war. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the message is more about, you know, the idea like you can be 18 and be drafted, but you can't, you know, drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that mindset of like mm-hmm. you're sending kids off too young. Um, and so that's kind of vocally just reading them and not digging super, super deep. That's kind of what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the and the lyrics are very. They've got some power behind them, but they're very repetitive. Um, yeah, they're not super crazy poetry. You know, they are kind of uh, face value. You know, you're yeah. you're, you're reading what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a solid ballad. I thought it was a good risk. I thought it was a big risk. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I thought that you know, for a band like them and a guy like him, my one major downside to this song is that he has such an unbelievable range and vocal talent Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he did not sing this song super well literally just gonna say that he sang it okay exactly it was just like he should have been able to again like a Corey taylor he should have been able to belt out that song and just absolutely murder the vocals Mm -hmm. and it was almost like he sang them kind of like very reserved yeah yeah and it didn't work yeah. the way I think they wanted it to work. I, yeah, I think they wanted it to be a bit softer. Yeah. Especially I mean, on the, might be the change. Well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the way they went about it. I think if he just let it go, exactly. and he just belted and he hit some high notes and some power behind it. Sh- and yeah. Almost like a uh, um, David Draymond in The Sound of Silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if he, like at yeah. one point, he's belting it out and you can hear that disturbed feel on a ballad Mm -hmm. like if he had done something similar to that with this song i think that's this song would have been possibly my favorite on the entire album yeah Mm -hmm. but something about his vocals he held back and he just didn't in some spots it almost sounds like it's like almost out of key like it just doesn't even you know and it's not i get it you know he's they've got producers and all these vocal coaches and so it's definitely not yeah like he sang it wrong Mm -hmm. it's just it gives off kind of a, mm. a, a different weird vibe that I, I think they yeah. just this close, just this close, yep. they missed the, the <laughs> yeah. point on it, yeah. which was my only downside. Right, exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, he should have played more to his strengths on it. Yeah, and it, yeah, would have had a better performance. Throw but, a little rasp in there yeah. and hit a couple of really high notes and sing yeah. some lower notes and yeah, have some harmonies on it too. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah. Um, I think, and again, the lyrics were okay. They they were they had a powerful meaning behind them. I think they were kind of straightforward lyrics yeah. with, you know, a big meaning. But it was just like, yeah. again, I still like the song. I personally do. I thought it was a great risk. I thought they did a, a good job with it. It was just that one part. He's so vocally talented. I know. And I think he, like, missed his opportunity to be yeah. like, the hey, look of... at this. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it yeah. just, ugh. Yeah, um, no, I was, that was my only disappointment. But yeah, the, that kind of transitions into the next track. Um, what's the name of it? I'm when stupid. All But Force Has Failed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think by itself, that track is really solid and very, <sighs> so very energetic. Yeah. But in terms of kind of flow on the album for me, it's I a very it's big switch up. Because I think that track is like their fastest in terms of tempo-wise on the whole thing. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least dun, how it feels. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, so fast song. Going from gun to that, yeah. it's you very literally jarring. went from bottom yeah. to top. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
man, that song just fucking kicked ass. Yeah. Yep. I love that song. I agree. I thought the last two songs were a great way to end an album. Yeah. And I was actually impressed at the, the back half of this album. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, even though my favorite song was, I think, what do we say, tr- uh, track three? A Secret Door. Yeah, Secret Door. I almost like... As, as a collective, the back half of the album, because it shows how dynamic of a band they are and how, mm-hmm. you know, all the different elements that they have to offer are in that yeah. back half. And I think, Mike, like you said earlier, the first half is just like straight up metal. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the, the, the second half you have the ballad and gun, you have the fast track, you know, fast metal track when all uh, but forest has failed. You have that carnival sounding um, song, Child. So, I, I I like that. I liked when I like when bands kind of show off what they have to offer. Yeah, the um, I think that might be as as Tom kind of alluded to a little bit though. I think overall, I mean, like Wormhole was a good ending. Yeah, you know, it kind of had that ending feel to it. It was a solid song. It fit mm-hmm. the album. Yep. Um, it wasn't a standout. There was nothing super special about it, but Agreed. it was a good song. Yeah, that's basically what I said too. Um, I think. I liked song one and I liked Wormhole to end. And I think everything in between there probably could have been arranged maybe a little bit better to have a little bit better of a flow. Yeah. Um, I understand why Gun was near the end, mm-hmm. but I also think maybe it could have worked a little better towards the beginning. You know, that, maybe yeah. at the beginning you kind of hit that ballad and like you, oh, wait, what was that? And then there's a little more flow through the end, having it more metal on the way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, I think there's a lot of ways. I think that might be the biggest downfall of the entire album is that it does, you know, it flows well, but there is some bouncing around that could be adjusted. Yeah. Um, but, you know, overall, I I really did enjoy this album. Yeah. Yeah, as did I. Hmm. Tracks? Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. So I'll start with the number one. Uh, obviously, I said Secret Door. Mm-hmm. Uh little bit of bias is the first song i heard off the album mm-hmm. um it was either that or colossus but still it was the first one that really stuck with me and made me listen to the album um and the first time i heard it was also when i found out i was Corey taylor which is pretty cool i'm a huge Corey taylor fan yep slipknot stone sour all of it um mm-hmm. so good it is it's yeah. really it is. is. <laughs> ditto mike i'm not going to get much more into it but secret <laughs> door for all those said reasons yeah. is my favorite song mm-hmm. fair enough mm-hmm uh, I actually went with Scream Until You Wake. Yeah. I really enjoyed that track. Um, the the influences of the kind of uh, uh, metal bands that I kind of grew up with were very prominent. Good. Man, this um, beer is good. Yeah. It, is, it is a good beer. <laughs> I know. Um, the harmonies were really tight. I like the, the Scream vocals. Um, that really high note that he hits is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, technical and fast solos. I enjoyed the track. Uh, least favorite, sorry. Um, oh, I went with Gun. I went with Gun. Uh-huh. Um, Understandable. Bit of a tempo change up. Um, I understand why you want that in there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't really have it in there, then it's all kind of going to be very yes. bland and kind of mushed together, in, especially on this kind of an album. Yeah. Um, I, so I appreciate what they were going for, but I just don't think the kind of performance really went the way they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my bottom track was Silence in the Age of Apes. Hmm. Like I said, it, you know, it's a good album intro, but it didn't have any singing in it which he clearly showed the rest of the album, and I thought um, the album opener should should have that in mm-hmm. it. And I just wasn't too impressed with the song. It kind of felt forced to me. It kind okay. of felt like they tried too hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other songs were way more impressive. Um, so that one that one's my bottom track. 
uh, throw it out there, it is based off, a, inspired by a book called Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. What is? Mm. Uh, the Silence of the Age of Apes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Just based off a book. Interesting. Well, yeah. I don't read, so maybe that's why. <laughs> don't read or can't read? Um, debatable. Yeah. I'm we'll we'll have to ask my... Uh... Uh, scream Until You Wake was my last. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and again, it wasn't like it was a bad song, but I just really loved this album. I loved so many of the songs, and that to me was the one song that didn't stand out. Mm -hmm. It was the one forgettable song okay. to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even a song like Justice, track seven, mm -hmm. wasn't super standout, but it had a cool staccato guitar and a really good solo. Yeah. And like that made it stick out a little bit more to me. Um, Scream Until You Wake was just like that one song that if it was on the album or not on the album, I wouldn't have known the difference. Mm -hmm. Is this the first time we like my favorite was someone else's least favorite? It might I think be. it is. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. yeah, that's just how we interpret music. I think that's yeah. cool. Sleeper. Yeah. I'll start with Sleeper. Yeah. Uh my sleeper dark horse. We should probably uh your, sleep, name your, sleep, your sleeper horse. Yeah, my, my sleeper sleep, horse. Sleepy dark horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was uh was gun. I sure. for all the reasons I mentioned before, I thought it was a welcomed uh risk on the album. I thought it had a major payoff, but I do see what you guys are saying about the, mm -hmm. the singing. Um, but I, I, I thought it was a, a, a cool piece of the album that kind of made it what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, my sleeper, <laughs> I literally just wrote horsey as the <laughs> horsey. Um, I went secret door, okay, for all of the reasons that you all said before. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but uh, yeah, the, the whistle was cool. I like the kind of vibe switch up that they kind of went for, and it made more sense in context with the rest of the album. My sleeper was uh, when All But Forces failed, um, and the reason being is I'm a huge Pantera fan, like massive Pantera fan, mm -hmm. and I got a huge Pantera vibe from that, um, and it was just such a heavy song, and it was, I think, more so too because it was the song after Gun. So you yeah. had Gun, and then it was like, Holy shit, this might, as you said, the fastest but tightest song on the album. Yeah. I mean, it was just so together, and it's the second to last song. Like, yeah. that could have been the opener, and I would have been like, that's right. a great opener. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that could have been the second or third or fourth song, and that would have been a great, but they saved it for ninth following Gun, and it just was unbelievable. Such a good song. Yeah. I, what I love the most is. A lot of us chose the same songs, but for different reasons. Yes. And so yes. I, I thought, I think that's cool. That's like why yeah. we're doing this. Hell you know? yeah, music is awesome. Yep. <laughs> but I'm just glad we got a solid metal album for our first yeah. one. And a new album. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's our dumb. newest. It's our newest album, and it's our first, first metal. metal album. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, thank readings? Thank you, Mike, for bringing to it. Bringing yes, it. thank you, Michael. Four. Gave it a four. Mm -hmm. Solid four. Oof. <laughs> I just thought I thought it was banger from from top to bottom. Like even my last song wasn't last because it was bad. It was last because it was forgettable. Yeah. But not because it was bad. Um. You know, I really couldn't tell you one song on the album that I wouldn't want to listen to or dislike. Um. You know, overall just good. I like I said, if Gun had the vocals that it should have, and if a song like Scream Until You Wake was a little bit had its own little twist on it i mean this could have easily been my close to my first five uh, but it had a few you know wormhole was good but again wasn't super standout yeah mm -hmm. um so that was kind of my 
my taking. There were a couple of songs that it just a little bit better, a little more powerful. Yep. This would have been a five out of five all day. I, just, mm-hmm. I, I love these guys. Um, but with those minor adjustments right now, I'm going four. Okay. Um, I also gave it a four for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, I didn't really know what I was getting into when I popped this album on. Um, I didn't know there was going to be a lot of singing on it, and I, yeah. I I liked that. You know, I'm not a big metal like screaming metal guy. Mm-hmm. It's not really my taste. Mm-hmm. So this had enough of um, balance for me. Um, but yeah, I just wow, what a yeah. band! Like their their musicianship was was tight. Um, great vocals, great guitar solos, breakdowns. Uh, yeah, four out of five for Joe. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with a three out of five for me. Okay. Right. I think, uh, personally, I went into this album a little bit confused, not really knowing who they are, obviously. Um, but I was open to the idea, and I was surprised at actually how it came out. You know, it came out better than I kind of expected it was going to be. That's good. Um, it's not going to be my favorite metal album of the year or yeah. anything, um, but I really enjoyed the vocals. He has, again, incredible range, and for someone that can scream like he can. Um, I thought that was great. Um, the intricate rhythm sections were really nice. Uh, the guitar performances were pretty on key. Um, it can be a little generic at times, and tr- it tries to step outside of its own kind of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for what you get out of it, it was a positive experience for me. Um, I think it falters a little bit in the second leg of the album. Um, but, yeah, no. But as, as an overall experience, it was enjoyable. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought it was going to. So, three and five. Cool. Nice. Nice. Let's uh, let's rate the old G-Bot here, which yeah. we're all mm-hmm. uh, still sipping on here. It was a good beer for the right, episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I'm personally going to give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of double IPAs, unless they're, like, really smooth and really high quality. Um, you get a lot of that alcohol-y taste. But for, for this one, I think the way they blend a lot of the hops and they yeah. try to cover up that kind of, you know, hit, the, that initial hit... Um, I feel like they do a lot, a really good job, but not not a lot of uh, double IPAs really do it for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, for what you get out of this, it's pretty solid. So yeah. three and a half. All right, I enjoyed it. I gave it a four. Yeah, I think it's a solid double IPA. It's yeah. one of one of my favorites. Um, it's got that straight up New England kind of IPA citrus taste to it, and it's just got a little bit of extra hop, a little extra bite, that little bit more booze. Um, you know, you know you're drinking a double IPA. You, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's it's hiding anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a smooth beer. You're, you're not choking it down. You're not um, struggling to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's 8.5%, it still goes down smooth. It's got that nice citrus layer. It's got a good smell to it, the citrus smell. Um, I just think it's a really it's a really good double IPA. Yeah, I like it. Definitely. Uh, so I almost gave this a 3.5. Okay. Just because I'm more into the the, the fruitier New England style IPA, yeah, this is definitely more hoppier, and with the amber color, I'm more used to the that like lighter yeah. color. Um, but I I try and look at things for the the whole package, and I think the the name change, the the um, the graphics on the can with the peace sign I talked about earlier, the little quote on the can, we can rebuild that him. I I, I love that stuff. I love that little like hidden things that yeah. you have to like look for. So for that reason, I'm, I'm giving it a, a four because it really is a solid beer. Yeah. Um, it's a good representation of Connecticut in a can. It's got cool. history. Yeah, a lot of history. Um, so a four out of five hops for me. Nice. Very Dude, nice. Yeah. So uh, some shout-outs here. Shout them out. Um, New England Brewing Company. Uh, check them out on Instagram. They're New England Brewing. 
and then check out their website as well. They have a ton of beers, a ton yeah. of beers. My personal favorite of theirs is uh, Fuzzy Baby Ducks, which is like super, super hard to come by. Like when it, when the cans are released, it's sold out like within hours. Oh, cool. Um, so if you can get your hands on it when it comes out, it's like worth it. But that's more of a the juicy IPA that I'm into, and that's my uh, favorite from them. But check out their whole like offering because they have a ton. So New England Brewing Company, yeah, out of uh, Woodbridge, by the way, Woodbridge, Connecticut. Yeah, so Avatar, check them out. They've been out for a while. They got eight albums. Um, Hunter Gatherer being their newest release as of 2020. Uh, Avatar Country being the last one in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, this album alone has made me want to go back and start from the beginning oh, and cool. listen to them like beginning to end and get a feel for that mm-hmm. transition throughout. I love when um, you find an album like yeah, that. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, just search for Avatar. Well, not really? the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the no, search engine. I looked, yeah, I looked on Instagram. I mean, there's Avatar Band official, they're, Avatar it, Band, their Avatar Metal, Avatar Metal. That's their Instagram because okay. they have the blue check. Got you. Um, see, I, I see Joe. Joe's art. Oh, look at you. Avatar metal. Because yeah. Joe's our Joe's our social media guy. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, really I don't do the social media as much. I don't I, post much. Yeah. But that's, Avatar that's Metal. Good. Yeah, follow them. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. As for next episode though, um I believe it's my album and yes. Mike's beer. Yes, episode so thirteen. Yeah. Episode twelve. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a producer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next episode, we have another one of my favorite albums of all time. It's Blood Sugar Sex Magic by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And uh, the beer we've gone with is Trogues. I say right? Trogues. 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 Mad Elf. It is a uh, a once a year beer. It's only put out once a year Mm -hmm. from a brewery down in uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Cool. Um, And it actually does have chocolate in it. I wonder if it's Hershey's. Ooh, interesting. Be interesting. More on that next episode. Research. I'll call them up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we hope you've, you've had a great time because um, we are. We're enjoying doing this. So make sure to follow us, subscribe to us everywhere, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're streaming live on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Keep in touch with us. DM us. Contact us if you want us to do a certain beer, a certain album um, for the next episode. Give Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Chili Peppers a listen. Pick up some Mad Elf by uh, by Trogues so that you can uh, join in on the listening mm-hmm. experience yeah. uh, with us. So um, for Mike and Tom, I'm Joe, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.